Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Vodka and Water podcast. We are back after taking a break with your host, Mr. Seasoning, Mr. Antisocial, Jay, and to join me today, the Queen of Similes, the matriarch of metaphors, forever single and still single, here's Ashley. <laughs> Hello everyone, hi, 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 it's nice to be back after a break, me and Jay needed one because, woo, the episode today, <laughs> are y'all ready for the spice and the seasoning? It's Scotch, it's, bon- it's Scotch bonnet levels today. Scotch bonnet, <laughs> my god, it's going to be a wavy episode today. So we got everything happening today. We're going to be talking about Meghan and Harry. We're going to be talking about Piers Morgan. We're going to be talking about the killings in Georgia. We're going to talk about Sarah Everard. We got a lot to get through today. So you better get ready. Indeed, get ready. Get your cups of tea or juice <laughs> or whatnot. And or your vodka. Oh, you've actually scrapped that. Get your cups <laughs> of vodka or get your cups of water. Strap mm. in and let's go. Let's go indeed, indeed. So um, I feel like we're a little uh, late to the party, but actually the good part of it is we've been able to digest it because I was fuming. But basically uh, the interview with Megan and Harry and Oprah happened and it was one of the most watched shows whatever broadcasts in ages I can't remember how many millions but loads of people watched it Mm. and obviously it was live in America before it went live in the UK but it the the sting of it was still like you had to watch it like you know if you just read what happened in the American release which was before it did still didn't sting as much as seeing Megan and Harry talk about it. Mm. I don't know if you felt the same. Yeah, like I think because we have a more vested interest because we're British and it's the royal family and it's Harry, I feel like we read into it more. It meant more for us than if you watched it being an American. Yeah, yeah, because they're essentially our royal family um, rather than there, but... It was an explosive show and they talked about a lot of different things, but I think the most, the two prominent points on that were when Megan talked about the colour of Archie's skin and mm-hmm. that being brought up as a concern and mm-hmm. that affecting whether he got title and as a result protection, yada, 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 or not, mm-hmm. which was just baffling at the same well I'll give my thoughts first I thought that was baffling at the to start with but then in theory are we expecting any different from an organization and it is an organization Mm. that is white Mm. you know that that is it that is what they know they don't know diversity were we expecting anything different no not necessarily and you know what it is right I feel like some of it got taken out of context because in in a sense, like when you do have mixed families, like for example, a white partner and a black partner, mm. and you do have children, people are some people are curious to see what shade the child will be. So, for example, if you had a black mother and an Asian father, some pe- people are curious to see if the child will look more Asian or more black, 
And if you had a white mother and a black father, some people want to see if, because you kind of mix race children who are really fair skinned. Then yeah. you have mixed race children who are really, who are not, not dark skinned, but are more closer to their um, coloured side, shall we say. So saying that, I feel like that got taken out of context a bit too much. Like Megan is, whether you like it or not, Megan is, is mixed race and she's not white, like the majority of the royal family. And you, when you're white and white, you don't ask questions what, ki- what child the what child what colour the child's gonna come out because it's gonna mm. be white. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like and there's not like so and even like even black and black you don't really ask questions because you but if you're mixing families there will be a question to see how dark the child will be. But I did find it quite comical because Megan is quite fair skinned. Yeah she and is Harry's white. So I didn't think the kid would be very dark at all. But obviously, you gotta remember their family doesn't really mix, so they are actually quite curious about these things. But I feel like the way how it really went down and the way it was probably described to Megan was out of order, but yeah, in but a genuine sense. So I get, I get the, and this could be taken out of context, but I get the question and I get the conversation about mm. the skin tone. But what mm-hmm. I think, and for me, what really pissed me off was that conversation coupled with that affecting his title and what he would get as a result of it. So that's that's what was the issue. It's not necessarily the colour of the skin because that is, and as you said, that is a conversation that you could potentially have, but it depends on the context. This context was that... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's one thing. That should be a conversation between Harry and Meghan because mm. that is their concern. The Queen, Prince. Well, it's Philip. not even just a concern. It's, it's a you know, it could be a curious point because you, yeah. you don't know what they what color this. It's skin like a question saying, "Who do you think the baby will look like? Do you think it will look, look look like more like me or more like you?" Yeah, and you get that is if you're you know even if you're you know the same skin color, it's like right, who's the baby more going to look like? You know, it might have uh, the father's eyes and the mother's um, nose. I don't know. You know what I mean? So yeah, that so... that is a conversation that they can have, and that's fair to have, which I agree with you. But not well, anyone else to have. Let's just say somebody in the family said, mm. "Oh, I wonder what color Archie would be." Do you not have a um, another prince that's a paedophile? Do you not need to focus on that? And Why this is this is, this is this is what's baffling. Chill, chill. This is what's baffling. They're willing to shove that under the rug and pretend like it don't exist. There's a big fat elephant in the room, and nobody wants to address it. And here's mm. Meghan and Harry casually on the side trying to do their thing, and they're being questioned over. It. It's baffling. But I thought that was, I wasn't surprised that there isn't institutionalized racism within the palace. Of course, they're going to deny they're not racist. I, do I think they're overtly racist? Probably not. But I don't know them, so I can't really judge that. But is there structural racism there? Yeah, absolutely. It's a white organization. Like, there's there's no diversity there. So, it, yeah, it didn't really surprise me. What was really... And I think this is why, and then the racism was one kick. The other one was mental health, where she was feeling shit, to put it simply and to summarise it. And she wanted to do stuff to help her mental health, like go out and see your friends, you know, just the stuff you'd normally do to kind of ground you. Mm. And she was not allowed to do that. And when she asked for help, they said, no. That was 
what I think triggered a lot of people as well, because that's some bullshit. Right. Let me let me land, let me just land on this point. Are you ready? This, this will lead on to another the next point probably that me and Jay will talk about is Piers Morgan, yeah. And all that things. The reason why a lot of people got triggered is because they invalidated her feelings, yeah? And this is what happens with a lot of people with mental health, especially in the black and brown community. When we tell people we're going through mental health problems, issues, it's invalidated. It's, you're being dramatic. Are you sure things are that bad? It can't be that bad. What do you mean you're struggling? Why? Because um, think about it, on the face of it, why would Megan have mental health issues? She's married to an actual prince. Mm. She lives in a very nice palace. She ain't got money worries. Got, she ain't got no money worries. She's got security. She's got security. She's got a very loving husband. So why would she have mental problems on the face of it, looking mm. at her? Most people envy her life because they want to be that. So the fact that she's turned around and said, yo, babes, man's head is not good today. And they're like, okay, no, no, it's unacceptable. Stop invalidating people's feelings. Because I'm sure if um, Kate or what i always forget their names william mm. said oh i'm not feeling too good today mentally they'd find them the best doctor asap because she but, wanted I mean, to go check herself in didn't she to a clinic yeah and you know what it is i think and you know what it is i think another thing is that you know because she's american and not british mm. they probably think she's taking things out of context and she's she's just she's you know because some people think americans are dramatic Mm. Yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when she said that, they probably thought, oh, she's, she's just being dramatic or she's still not adjusting to royal life. Like, I don't think she needs help. I think she just needs time to adjust. Mm. And it, but th- that is what is baffling that they literally just said, nah, you're not allowed. How, how dare you? How dare you? If this woman feels that she's not okay, because at the end of the day, the, the best person that knows yourself is yourself. So if mm. you know within yourself that you're not okay and you have the courage to ask for help, because not a lot of people have that courage or have the space or the people around them to ask, and you're actually in a position to ask, and then somebody says, no, no, bruv, I'd be so heartbroken. I wouldn't know where to turn. And, and think- you got to remember... She doesn't know the system. She doesn't know how things work here. Mm. She doesn't know, like, she can't, like, go over Harry's head and be like, oh, can you contact this doctor? She don't know how things work here. So I thought that was very insensitive. Oh, hugely insensitive and ignorant. And I think one thing in terms of people's reaction is your status or your wealth doesn't excuse or make concessions for your mental health because that's bullshit. Just because mm. you're rich as shit doesn't mean that you're not allowed to have mental health issues. Like, listen, if you were in that position, would you not take it? Of course you would. You know, mm. if someone came and dropped a million quid at your front door, you would be a liar, an absolute liar to say that you would reject that money. You'd take it. If you got something in your life to help you take a step forward, you would absolutely do it. So you can't hate on that. But the fact that she had mental health taking everything away... Um, and it was just brushed on the rug. I think that was, it was just baffling. Absolutely yeah, baffling. I thought, I thought on that point, they would at least understand racism. I knew that they wouldn't understand and they wouldn't get it. Um, unconscious bias, you know, institutional racism, they just wouldn't understand that. 
but mental health, I thought they'd have some sort of an understanding mm. on it. Um, and then that leads us nicely onto the next point. So the next day, Piers Morgan got all flustered, got all pissed off that Megan cut him off from their conversation or whatever happened in the past and literally did the exact same thing that the royal institution, the firm, whatever you want to call it, did to Megan and Harry and invalidate her thoughts about not just racism or mental health, but the whole thing. He's like, I don't believe a word she said. Right. Let me just say something here. <laughs> Let me just say it. He is in no position to tell the UK that he, he's got, right, he has a right to have an opinion. And if he believes that's not true, then that's not true. But the fact that he actually went on big, big TV and said, it is a lie, this woman is lying. I don't believe anything that she says. Who are you to say that? But where is your evidence? Where is your evidence? You can't come, you can't come on national TV on a platform like that and say, coronavirus is fake. Where is your evidence? You can't be spewing bullshit. And that is what it is, it's absolute bullshit. At the end of the day, yeah, people like, like, his, you know what it is? He's trying to say his, his, his opinion is fact. Like, it's facts that Megan lied. It's facts that um, she's infiltrated the, um, I was going to say the White House. <laughs> <laughs> she's infiltrated the royal family and she's messed up Harry's head. It's facts. At the end of the day, big man ting, at your age, why are you so focused on a lady that don't talk to you no more? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'm really sure you've got more bigger fish to fry, but you're stressed that Megan don't reply to your WhatsApp. Listen, like, he, he, oh got, he got his feelings hurt by oh her and now God. wants to stay relevant and wants to get back at her. And it was baffling and it was so funny. Trisha, do you remember Trisha, the til- yeah. uh, talk show host? It was Trisha so funny, Goddard. Trisha yeah. Goddard, yeah. As I remember, she that's she held her own in the interview. And she's like, Piers, you can call out everything else. Just leave racism to black people. We'll take care of that. Like, who are you to call out racism? You're white. You've never experienced racism. Don't tell me you've experienced it because you haven't. You're a liar. You've not experienced it. Leave it to the people who've actually experienced it to call it out. And then there was, oh, another lady. I forgot her name. I forgot her name. Oh, Dr. Shola. Yes, that's it. Dr. Shola. She collected him. Oh, my God. She she dragged him. (laughs) She dragged him by his hair follicles. And that's the way he should have been dragged. Because this is what it is. Piers Morgan has far too much power on that show, yeah? And his co-host, Suzanne Reed, she needed to get dragged too. Because I don't understand. Uh, This man's doing big, big statements and you're sitting there like you're not listening. You, You heard what my man said. And you sat there and let it happen. And even if you didn't believe Megan, as a woman, you should have said something like, no, Piers, if she really did have mental health, she should have got the help. Regardless if you agree or disagree, as a woman, even that, mm. as a co-host, you shouldn't try and get at least an opposing argument and don't let him run away with the show. But that's the point of the TV, isn't it? You need to put across opposing arguments. It can't just be a one-sided affair where he pushes his agenda as he did. And this is why he's not on the BBC. If he was on the BBC, he would have been cancelled a long time ago because he cannot put forward one side of the opinion. You have to present both sides because that is what they're to do. They're there to inform, educate and whatever else they do as the BBC. But yeah, she should have done something. And then... um, the weatherman, Alex, 
Beresford. Beresford, that's it. Um, he 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 did something that I don't know how he did it so calmly, and I don't know how he wasn't as infuriated by it, but in a calm way, literally just casually drug him all over the floor and cleaned up the floor with him, and he couldn't take it. He literally called him out, he couldn't take it, and he walked out. Yeah, because at the end of the day, yeah, that's some people, like, a lot of people, yeah, like that. Like, when you're silent or you're calm and you don't give them a reaction, they get rattled. Mm. So, and probably Alex has been preparing this argument for years because he's been seeing it going on for years and he was just probably waiting for the right moment and the right person to drag and it was Piers. And no one could not tell me that what Alex was saying was straight up tricks. He was telling the tricks, yeah? Oh, 100%. Piers got dragged by his hair follicles, Listen, yeah? He got a whole new hair transplant. <laughs> 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 uh, my God. He got dragged. They cleaned the floor with him. They ring, like rang him out. Like, there was dirt yeah, coming off the he floor. He got dragged around the whole studio. I'm back. <laughs> got dragged, yeah? And my mum was like, I've had enough from walking out. See, this is why you need to press these people, Yeah. Press these aunties and uncles with these bad views in your family, yeah? Because they'll walk out, because they know they're telling they know they're telling the truth. Because I am absolutely sorry. These people are fighting, fighting. Megan and Harry, yeah? Megan's a liar. She did this. Is your auntie not racist? Your auntie's racist, yeah? Blatantly, she told you you can't marry a black guy. But you're there running your mouth saying Megan's a liar. You need to focus on your own home. <laughs> you got an auntie that told you you can't marry a black man but you're there saying megan didn't have mental health issues is your auntie well right <laughs> answer that to me yeah and chat back your auntie's not well but you're doing megan is a liar why are you this is what i find fascinating about peers and people like that why are you so invested no so you, haven't you got anything else to do megan, with your life i don't care for megan like that like obviously it's tea and i all we all love a bit of tetley now and again but like if Megan chooses to live her life the way she does, it don't bother me. She ain't paying my taxes. No, she's I'm not doing... getting any extra bank holidays. So oh, yeah. <laughs> no, she's doing she's doing her, isn't she? She's doing her. They're doing their thing. They've got one kid. They've got another one on the way. Mm. They're doing their own thing. Just let them be. Let them absolutely let them be. be. But they I think... let you not be. So let them be. The other thing to look at this um, was the point about having white allies. And I know they do exist um, in this fight against structural racism, but this is a classic case of him trying to push his agenda and not educating himself on issues and not just issues around racism because he, so Piers dismissed the whole thing. So he dismissed the racism and mental health, but did you see how he backtracked on mental health, but he didn't backtrack on racism. So he backtracked on that and said, no, okay, if you're feeling that way, then whatever. But he, he didn't do that for racism and his bullshit argument of her bringing it up when fucking Prince Philip is in the hospital, I could give a shit why she can speak her truth whenever she wants why should she have to wait for when prince fucking philip is well and out of the hospital and the queen his argument was the queen was too worried about him who oh, cares i'm Shut so sorry this man, this man should even be around but she's worried this man is a cat with nine lives bro maybe <laughs> 10 
because I don't know how he's still he's still got energy. He's hanging in there. Moving, bro. I think he's genetically modified. <laughs> I don't get it. I absolutely do not get it. It makes no sense. And this is what I mean. Why are you speaking for people? How do you know the Queen's worried about her husband? It's her grandson that's going through the shit, you know, and her own son. She's got a but even still if shit goes on right you don't pick and choose when you have mental health issues if shit happens it happens and if it happens at the bad worst time and you say at the worst time so what it's happening and it's happening Mm. to you that's your story regardless of what's going on in the world you can't just compartmentalize and say right philip's not well i'll wait four weeks and then i'll tell my story what it don't work Mm. like that so it was just Mm. baffling that he literally came under attack he couldn't he couldn't defend it and walked out allegedly got fired allegedly quit allegedly i don't know i don't care he's gone same as sharon osborne same sitch got called out unprepared not educated herself on the issues and got dragged for it so i'm right. glad they're gone listen let me just tell people this yeah stop asking your black and asian friends to educate you because I, if I can educate myself about what racism is, what what type of what type of racism there is out there, what what white supremacy is, what white allyship is, so can you. Google is free, yeah. Well, yeah. You can go on. The only person who will see what you're typing in Google is yourself. <laughs> so you can go on there and literally type in what is racism, what is white allyship, what is white supremacy, what is this, what is that, and there's always a forum and someone gives you an answer. Stop asking black and Asian people to educate you on these issues because I would never, and me and Jay and a lot of us would never go to a white person and be like, can you explain how it is to be white? Is it nice that you don't get um, treated unfairly? No. So don't you- expect us to do the same. No, exactly. And the thing is, right, racism isn't the coloured person's problem, right? As as unpolitically correct as what I just said there was, it's not our burden. It is everyone was complicit with it. If you were white, you were complicit in doing it, not you specifically, your ancestors were in, you know, the colonialism, the slave trade, etc. Everyone had mm. a part to play in it. So actually, it's everyone's problem to fix. It's not just the problem of the black or brown person to fix. Exactly. So stop, wash your hands stop, with it. Stop running your mouth going, can you educate me? No, I cannot. And I will not. Because <laughs> Go it's, read not, a book. It's, it's not my problem that you think I'm the N-word. Is that my problem? That's not my problem. That's your problem. You can educate yourself and realise why it's wrong. Not mm. me. I and know you- why it's wrong. Yeah, and you know what, I've, I've had circumstances where I've had people who have the right intentions, but they just need a little bit of help or guidance with what to say and what to do. And in that situation, that's cool, right? And you know, if they need help saying, look, I, I don't know, what would you recommend? And you can recommend books or you could give them some advice and information. And that's a good thing, right? But it's the out and out right you don't want to educate yourself to begin with and then when shit kicks off you kick up a fuss that is what's unbearable if people are coming to ask you for help Mm. then that's fine I think that's totally cool and I think that's a real positive step and more people should do that and not be afraid to do it and say look please I'm not telling you to obviously be my teacher on this but can you please Mm. help me with this and say okay read xyz or um right this is why this is wrong or this is why this word isn't liked um and then they understand and 
I'm more talking here about friends, family, mm. work colleagues, things like that. Mm. So what What do you think about that? Because I think that's fair. Yeah, like obviously with all these things, as we've seen, there's a way to go about it. And we're not saying you can't ask questions. You can ask questions. However, don't assume that A, we're going to give you an answer and B, you shouldn't have educated yourself before. Because you can read all this stuff and then maybe you just want an actual person's opinion on how it goes, which is absolutely fine. Yeah. Yeah, which is absolutely fine. You can ask questions if you want, but don't come in guns blazing like, oh, so have so what is it like when someone's racist to you how do you feel and do you feel like what they're saying is true because no and and, and the opinion differs because listen me and jay say it all the time um we're not a monolith even though you like love to call us bame we're not a monolith so mm. me and jay's opinions are completely different compared to me and my cousins compared to my mom and dad compared to another black person another asian person another person of color so don't assume that one person's experience is the same and you gotta remember megan's at the height of everything Mm. like she's big she's quite up there when it comes to all those type of things but even in day-to-day life it still happens but yes you can ask questions but there's a way to go about it and think to yourself if it was the other way around how would you like the question to be asked to you and I think that's important because if you phrase it correctly and say, look, I really want to make an effort with this. I don't know how to approach it. And you come in, you come correct. Mm. Then that's fine. Then, you know, it's willing to say, look, I can't tell you everything and educate you on everything, but I can tell you this, that, and the other. Mm. And then for the rest, go do this, go do that. And it's like, okay, cool. At least you've helped someone, but it's about coming correct. Mm. And then I think um, the other thing, it's all happening in one go, but the killings in Georgia, do you want to tell the people what happened there yeah let me get an article up so i'm actually quoting stuff correctly um but if you didn't know recently that yesterday or was it friday it was last few days so we're recording this on sunday the 21st of march just for keeping an eye on time but it was just a couple of days ago yeah so a couple of days ago there was some killings in the state of atlanta georgia mostly mostly sorry of asian women and it was one white male who killed a lot of these women he went to three different places and just went in there and killed them basically and yeah it was just really unfortunate it was terrible and i love how this is not called terrorist attack as it would be if he was brown which i think is interesting as usual um but yeah, and, you know, we've had protests around Stop Asian Hate, rallies being held, and it's just not, mm. it's just not right. It's just... Oh, wow. What? Sorry, I'm just reading the article about the man in question. I, c- I can give you more detail if you want, sorry. Go on then, drop us a little bit. It says, <clears throat> Georgia authorities are yet to determine the motive of, sus- of the suspect charged with the killings at spas in and around Georgia's capital, Atlanta, on Tuesday. Robert Aaron Long, a 21-year-old white man, told investigators sex addiction led him to violence. How? What? I don't get that. I don't get that. And did you see that? Right. So there was a a famous interview with the police chief of Atlanta. Hmm. And he was saying that basically he had a bad day. Which is bad. That's why he did what he did. 
it's, it's I, bullshit. I have a bad day and I watch Netflix and eat ice cream. <laughs> well, I, don't, yeah. I don't I don't go around and kill people because I've had a bad day. Like invalidation again. Like stop stop people need stop doing this. Stop not calling things a spade. A spade is a spade. This man is a killer. Listen, if it walks like a pig, killer, it smells like a doing, pig. Go away. Go away. Ish. I'm sorry, but if my if that was my dad and he was the police chief and he said that and he came in, I'd be like, you're sleeping outside. <laughs> How dare you? Can you say this man had a bad day? I know, what? and just casually, casually to just be like, it's like being casually racist. What does that mean? Oh, yeah, but it's it's all yeah. been this England, this this world. Well, this is America, America. This is what. Um, why casual racism is a problem. So Trump, remember uh, during Corona when he was president, um, was that China virus? Like, mm. what? That's not what it's called. It's called coronavirus. That casual racism and things like that adds up. And then you have incidents like this and it's it's not right. And he's another whole kettle of fish to her. He's 21? Unload. I did not realise this. And I've been seeing on social media about They've, they've started GoFundMe for these two little boys who lost their mum. And I didn't realise that the mum was one of the ladies who got killed in... So eight people got killed in these Atlanta spa shootings. Mm. And I didn't realise that this GoFundMe was for those boys who mum got killed in those shootings. How sad is that? That's They've got no parents now. But because yeah. he had a bad day, you're just killing people's parents or sisters. And just change their lives so they don't have parents it's just yeah there's a lot going on in the news as you could tell that if you don't protect yourself it is opening you up to just anger because i just felt angry through all of this um and then another thing that happened here in the uk was sarah everard Mm -hmm. so she was and this is (laughs) this is baffling in itself she was just going home at night i believe oh my god there's a wikipedia article on her yeah, uh, just because, yeah, gone, gone. I can read the first bit. So on the evening of third of the 3rd of March, 2021, 33-year-old marketing executive Sarah Everard disappeared in South London. Living at the time in Brick, in London's Brixton area, she went missing after leaving the friend's house near Clapham, Col- Co- Clapham Common to walk home. Mm. She was just trying to get home. And then obviously a police officer is currently under investigation. Um, Has he been charged? Mm. Yes, it looks like he's He's been been charged charged for kidnapping and murder. Okay, so he's been charged with it now. And obviously things will move by the time this podcast comes out. Um, And he opened up a whole other can of worms. So everyone knows the facts of the case if you've been listening to the news. So we won't go any more into it, but... I'll give my thoughts of there's two different bits to it. Um, and I'll let you take one of these. But I think the first one is the abuse of police power, which I think is a huge, huge, huge issue in this. You've got someone who, and we don't know the full facts of it yet, wrongfully, if he did, utilise his position of power, whether it was information whether it was his police id badge whatever and did what he did to her which is just baffling and shocking 
that that happened and that needs to be looked into because there was another case of a police officer who what I think we spoke about it before we started recording but got a woman in the headlock yeah so I don't know what that one's called um but there was another case of a police officer off duty police officer who was walking home and he saw a lady on the street or something like that oh he's a West Midlands police officer and he attacked a woman in the street he grabbed her by the neck and gave her and put her into a headlock and he got a suspended sentence for it so different cases but I think the spotlight is on the police to fix a lot of the issues which we knew existed before so the the police and I say this without knowing the facts so I could be incorrect but diversity is an issue in the police it's been an issue for time like look at the stop and searches and the issue around that so that's a huge issue and there's issues around things mm. like this happening that need to be tackled do i know what the answers are no but it needs looking at mm. for sure and then the other part of it is general male behavior and do you want to take this one mm. so oh gosh this is a lot to unpack um Right, so I'm sure a lot of us have seen the arguments that not all men are abusive or aggressive to women, but there's always one or two. The fact that this police officer allegedly thought that it was okay to help Sarah Everard get home and subsequently she's found dead in Kent, Mm. which is easily an hour and a bit away from London, is too much. Why, why, people, right, it sounds good, I know, excuse the pun, but you cannot police women's bodies. Hmm. Men shouldn't feel like they have a right to police or help or assist in a woman's movements, bodies, where they're going. At the end of the day, all of us as women and men are trying to get home if we're not, if we're not at home. And the fact that as a man, you think it's your right to overpower, potentially abuse, even if it's not physical, emotional abuse, verbal, verbally abusive, is really unacceptable. And it's actually quite scary. Like, yes. oh, Sarah Everard, she's walked home so many times before. Then this walk home is the one that ends in her death. How upsetting is that? It's just disgusting. I think the fundamental part of it is education. It's educating the men in our country that it's not right to act in a certain way. Because back when we were, I say when we were growing up, it was probably even before that, but the lad culture has always been um, a big thing. And obviously that came under fire a couple of years ago. And it's just not acceptable to behave in that way. Because, so if you think about it this way, right, a lot of men will behave to random women in a total different way than they would expect other men to behave to their daughters. Like if they behaved in the same way that they did to random women as someone would to their daughter, they'd probably knock them out. Mm. Right. So why is that acceptable that you can behave in that way? So do I think it needs to change? Yeah, absolutely. I think there needs to be more respect generally and there needs to be more understanding and I think it does just like with racism when we talked about last year it all starts with education 
it is fundamentally important that that happens about you teach what is right and what is wrong. Indeed, and people need to stop pushing this narrative like that could have been your sister or your cousin or your mom. It's, it, you shouldn't have to think about it in those terms for you to get upset by the issue. It's a simple fact that a woman was walked home and she ended up dead. That is... Well, that should be sufficient for you to feel that's like That should be sufficient in itself. Yeah, you shouldn't have to put someone you know in that position. That's a bit... Like, I don't know, that's a bit... You, you must be so detached to not understand yeah. that. And all these people are doing fake outrage. Please stop. This is a woman... Imagine what her family's going through. People mm. are doing fake outrage on social media saying, oh my God, I'm so upset. But you're not really, because you're one of those people who think it will never happen to you. And then when it does happen to you, your family's doing a GoFundMe and you want us to um, contribute. I think not. No, unacceptable. Like, it's a very tragic story. And it's something that unfortunately has happened time and time again over the mm. years. It's not something that just happened yesterday. Sarah so Everard is a lot of ladies who have unfortunately have been just doing the most base, basic innocent tasks and have unfortunately paid for their life or have suffered some sort of harm and abuse from it. And it's unacceptable. And men just need to stop thinking that they have power over women because I read an article the other day about a, a supply teacher who was abusing little girls in schools. Why do you think that's acceptable? Mm. Why, why, as a man, you have no power over a woman. No. Because I, I, I don't walk around and think, right, I'm gonna beat up this man today because I'm a woman and I can. So you shouldn't think that. And if a woman is not being very friendly, as a, you should walk away. It's, 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 I don't know, it's just, do, it's very mad. It's a very mad time you, we live in. It is. And, you know, when you break it down, right, a lot of this is just basic fundamental respect as a human being. Obviously, that's simplifying the whole issue and there's loads more to it. But there's just a basic lack of respect to each other as humans, 100%. which I think is just like, would you would you be catcalling other guys? No, you wouldn't. But then you're doing that to women. And then when another man does it to your daughter, when you do eventually have a daughter, that's when you want to go knock them out. Like, it's just basics. Don't do it. And it doesn't breed that culture in your children to pass on. Just, yeah, it's it's mad times that we live in. I think there's been a lot of stuff that has been very, in terms of emotion, be pretty raw. And I think it is very important to... It is very, very emotionally charged with everything that's happening, but it's important to kind of protect yourself as well from your own mental health perspective. So you could read about this and you could be pissed off all day, every day with the amount of stuff going on, but do protect your mental health around it if you are reading this stuff, if you are involved in it, because it is important and it can consume you. But yeah, that's a very, very loaded episode yeah. of this week. So I don't know about you, but that's plenty of sips of vodka this week. Yeah, a lot of vodka this week. Make sure you chase it with some water. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the end of today's episode, guys. Um, if you haven't listened to episode 31, me and Jay talk about the good old argument of buying versus renting and what you should do what you should do and how you should proceed if you do decide to do A or B. So listen to that on all streaming platforms. 
follow us on socials vodka and water pod on instagram follow us on twitter vawpod send us an email at vodka and water pod at gmail.com um me and jay will be back now regularly we just had to take a break because a lot of stuff was going on in our personal lives but we're back now and you should see us every tuesday going forward with a new episode indeed indeed tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend mm-hmm. and until next week we are logging out go log in to log out and remember to season your food bye everyone